Chapter 10 <laughs> Come on in, boys. The water's fine. Silverbell taunted them, pushing through the apples like they were a pool, as the last few sputtered down from the vent. But wait, what if... Louis was now peeking his head through the gaping hole and looking into the room with terror. What if someone heard you break the vent open and is coming in here right now? Silverbell raised an eyebrow curiously, waiting to see if Louis had a point or was just paranoid. When a moment passed and no one entered in a huff or a hurry, Silverbell decided it was just paranoia. Guess they didn't. She shrugged and went back to her victory lap. So come on down here! Accepting this as safe enough, Tico did his own little hop and fall out of the vent, landing beside Silverbell among the rosy red apple ocean. I, uh, I... Louis began to think as he sat up in the vent still. I think I'm going to stay up here. Keep lookout. He told them with a fake confidence that was cracking by the moment. Keep lookout for what? Silverbell asked with a laugh. Circulating air? Louis, if you need time to get comfortable with the idea of coming down here, you should take it. Tico said kindly, looking up at the brown-eyed boy looking down at them. Suddenly, Silverbell felt a little guilty about how dismissive she had been. While you wait, you can sit up there and think about playing a portal to get us out of here when the time's right. Tico then suggested. Oh, that's a great idea. Louis sighed with relief, clearly glad to not be coming down there with them, but also glad he could still help. Yeah, Louis, that is a great idea. Silverbow showed her support almost aggressively as he merrily pulled out his flute and began to fiddle with the keys. Meanwhile, us down here have an archive to raid. She surveyed the room with its thick forest of cabinets and its ground covering of apples, everything looking so similar that it was hard to know where to begin. So, do we just start digging through cabinets? There's no way to know what is in where and where they put what. Tico's fingers danced and his legs shook, antsy with both excitement and distress. I guess. There's no place better to- Silverbell began to agree with him, until she turned around to face him, where in turn she was also facing the back wall, and two, facing something altogether extremely interesting. What's that? That's Louie. Tico pointed up towards Louie in the hole above the wall. No, not him. That- and with a point of her finger, Tico turned around to what was unmistakably a map. Oh, that. That's unmistakably a map. Tico announced. A map? Louis called from above, poking his head into the room, but unable to see the paper flat against the wall from the angle where he hung. A map of what? What a good question. Silverbell moved reverently before it, feeling like she was looking at something important. But as was the case with many of the important things in the life of Silverbell Smith, she wasn't instantly sure why. It was a big map, so big in fact that it took up the whole entire wall of the room from corner to corner to corner to corner. The drawing of the image itself was simple, boring, ominous, brown and beige, but attached to different places on the map were flags of red and white. There were far more red flags than white ones, in fact, the red flags practically had taken over the wall as much as the map had. Everything was a piece to a puzzle of a picture that she didn't know. Look, there's New Bravo City. Silverbell pointed to the little circle on the map depicting cleanly the grimy, gross city that had been her home for the short amount of her life she could remember. And here's Arpeggio, where my boarding school is. Tico pointed quite a bit away from where Silverbell had laid her finger. And DeCapo, where we are now. He added dragging his finger a rather impressive distance for a young boy to have traveled all on his own. And all with red flags on them. Silverbell voiced her observation for them all to hear. What do we think that means? They're not just red, though. T 
Tico's eyes narrowed as he suddenly noticed something. They have numbers on them, too. Walking up to the map, Tico tugged on one of the little flags to show off a sharp number seven on one of the sides. Numbers? Silverbell repeated, walking up to the map to see for herself. She flipped the edge of one little red flag to see a number nine, and then looked to the one next to it labeled ten. Numbers that correlate to what, though? Louis asked from his safe haven, like a voice from heaven. Numbers that correlate to... Silverbell began, though she wasn't quite sure how she was going to finish that sentence. Yet when she looked back to the forest of filing cabinets, she realized she had been looking at the answer. The filing cabinets! She hadn't paid any attention to their exteriors when she had first fallen into the room, but on their gray, glossy outsides, there were also bland black numbers. Well, that was easy. Tico sighed with relief. In a life as hard as ours, something has to be. Silverbell declared, taking this one little victory for what it was worth. Okay, so pick a number, any number. She then requested, as she marched down the rows of cabinets like a general inspecting her troops. Well, arpeggio is number four. Do that one. Tico offered up a place to start. Number four coming up. Silverbell announced, pulling open the top drawer of the gray rectangle branded with a four. What is it? What do you see? Louis asked anxiously from where his vantage point was too poor for him to see just what she was doing. I'm rummaging! Standing up on her tiptoes and stretching her arm down into the cabinet, she pulled out a thick beige folder, one of many thick beige folders, and brought it into the beige room. What does P-R-I-L-K mean? Louis read out the large red letters on the folder from his lookout. It says cleared, buddy. Silverbow corrected. You're upside down. Oh, right. Louis blushed and shrank back into his vent home. But that still doesn't exactly clear things up. Tico pointed out. Well, let's see what we've got here. She suggested, opening the folder with a firm flip. Oh, awesome. Very cool. It's a list of names. Silverbell announced with sarcastic triumph. Not just names. Tico tried to say with some sort of encouragement as he walked up behind her to look as well. They're names that are also crossed out. He offered a smile as if this were somehow good news, or perhaps bad news, or any kind of interesting news at all. Okay, but what do the crossed out names mean? Silverbell asked the group impatiently. Oh, I have no idea. Tico admitted. But maybe check another file. That could potentially give us another clue. Try to capo, 26. He offered up, reading the number off the little red flag. 26. Silverbell jumped from one cabinet to the next and to the next and the next until she reached number 26, with all its thick folders as beige and boring as the last. Also says cleared and also contains... She flipped open the second folder to find much of the same. More crossed out names. Well, that's not helpful. Louis chimed in from above. Thank you, Louis, for that astute observation. Silverbell groaned as she put the folder back in its place in the cabinet. You're welcome. He offered back sweetly, far too innocent to know when Silverbell was being cynical. Okay, well, if the red flags aren't giving us much information, let's try one of these white ones. Tico suggested. There were only two of the white flags among the sea of red ones. One was high up in the right corner of the map, while the other was just below Tico's eye level, wedged so closely next to one of the red flags that they looked almost like best friends. Hit me with that number, big guy, Silverbell said, rubbing her hands together expectantly. Forty-two, Tico read, stopping a little to see the number just below his eyes.
Silverbell nodded and jogged her way to the bottom drawer of the highest-numbered cabinet, pulling it open to find one little folder waiting inside. The last of them all. Well, the good news is that this one doesn't say cleared. She told them triumphantly, pulling out a thin little folder with only one little sheet inside. Is that good news, or is that just news? Tico asked of her. I don't know, but I've definitely got some bad news. Silverbell's blood ran cold as she read what was written on the piece of paper. This page was not just a list of names like the other two. In fact, it was just one name, special in that it was not crossed out. But it wasn't the sight of the name or the fact that it was not crossed out that made her stomach churn, but instead, the horrible note that was written beneath it. What? What does it say? Tico asked, moving to read over her shoulder. Oh. He said in quiet shock when he too had seen what lay waiting there. What, guys? What is it? Louis begged of them from above. Silverbell opened her mouth to read what she had found, but she was struggling to speak the words in her hands. It's, um... Silverbell stuttered. She looked up to the vent where Louis was sitting, hiding away from the dangerous world that frightened him so. It says your name, Louis, she explained. Oh. Louis was not immediately concerned, but clearly confused. That's odd, he said in an understatement. And concerning, Tico added for good measure. Yeah, definitely both of those things, Silverbell agreed, looking back at the paper. But that's not all it says. She looked at the words plaguing her that she didn't want to have to say, for fear they would plague her friend. Oh, what does it say? Does it explain why the other names were crossed out, but not mine? Louis was too good for this world, and his questions had answers too cruel. Yeah, I think so, Silverbell said with a heavy sigh. There's a note here, about you. Well, it's about Harry Horton Cove. It's about both of you, really. I guess I should just read it. She could hear herself babbling, but she just had to get the words out. Um, it says, well, it reads, Louis Barimbe has gone missing. We believe he has been rescued by Harry Horton Cove. Their whereabouts are unknown at this time. Rescued? Louis repeated in stilted shock, in horror. Harry Horton Cove didn't rescue me. He kidnapped me. He stuttered out, wilting with every word. He might have kidnapped you, but he didn't do it for the government, Silverbell said, looking down at the file. I think what the government did do is, well, this. If I had to guess, I would say that every name on these lists was a music maker, and each that was crossed out is, well, you understand. Silverbell didn't want to imagine what had happened to all those people, all those crossed out names. No, this can't be right. Cove didn't help me. He couldn't have. He's evil. It's as simple as that. He kidnapped me because I'm a music maker. He kept me prisoner. He didn't rescue me. Wait, let me see that. Louis was in utter denial, forgetting instantly that he was afraid, for he now was merely obstinate. No, that can't be what it says. Let me see that. Hand it up here. No, wait, I'll just... I'll come down there. It was clear that Louis was attempting to orient himself so that he could climb out of the vent. But Louis was distracted, and Louis was clumsy, and Louis was a bit of a mess right then. So instead of crawling his way through the open vent into the map room, Louis kicked the metal wall and elbowed the metal ground, and then crashed through the back of the vent system, disappearing from view in a very loud, noticeable boom, bang, bash, clang. Um, Louis? 
Tico called quietly into the air, but no answer came. Where'd he go? Silverbell asked, though she knew Tico was as clueless as her. Suddenly, the door to the room flew open, and Louis scampered in, panicked, his face all white and his breathing heavy, and dust particles from the collapsed ceiling covering his clothes. Hey, so we have a problem, Louis announced, slamming his back against the door. Oh yeah? What's that? Silverbell felt like she had a pretty good idea of what he was about to say. I may or may not have been seen by, like, a whole bunch of guards. And that's when the shouting began, and the banging came to the door, and the panic really set in as the guards made themselves known. Oh, yeah. Louis said with a nod. They definitely saw me. 